You are tuned in to Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We are here every Thursday at 9. I am your guest host, Marie Stone. Kimberly Martin is out for the week. And uh, I think she'll be sliding back in here next week. But I always I always kind of secretly love it when Kimberly's gone because it gives me a chance to take uh, to wear her hat, which is a fun hat to wear. As you know, Real People of Orange County is a look at Orange County's best and brightest. They are all people who are serving or have lived in or have stories about Orange County. And uh, today is my huge pleasure to welcome my good friend, Ben Peters, to the show. Ben uh, is, I'm going to let Ben introduce himself, but Ben is a, a fellow writer friend of mine. He has the best stories. I could listen to him for hours, but I'll have to pare it down to just one of those hours today. And um, I'm going to welcome him on. Ben, hi. Hi, and it's it's, it's great to be here. That's uh, that's a terrific guy you just described. I'm sorry I have to follow that act. But <laughs> <laughs> you are indeed the terrific guy. It's oh, thank you, you. Thank you. It's great to be here. So I said that I was really excited about today because I, I, you and I have known each other peripherally for a number of years, but I never have really got to sit down and ask you your whole Orange County story. I know you've you've been in Orange County a very long time, and you've got some great uh, insights about the county and living here and growing up here and how it's changed and your own life story. So I want to I want to hear all about those. But tell us tell us a little bit about yourself by way of introduction first. Well, I was I was born in 1937, which miraculously makes me only oh 42, <laughs> three, four, five. So it's it's been uh, I'm heading in astonishingly. Uh, uh, I am actually going into my late 70s. I never expected to be here. I would have, like so many people taken much better care of myself. <laughs> But it is uh it's 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 absolutely great. I I uh taught uh in a college uh back east in uh in Philadelphia, Westchester. It's a it's a state college there. Right outside of Philadelphia. Taught there for uh close to forty years and um it was just a great, great way to make a living. These these young kids coming in, uh brand new every semester and you get you get a new start. Uh, it's it's you're a different person, and darn it, this semester everything is going to go well. I'll remember the right dates. I won't confuse Lincoln's Secretary of War with the Secretary of the Navy, and so on and so forth. And uh, that doesn't happen. But it's the optimism of, of starting over and working with college kids. Oh, what a joy! Gee, just so much fun, so much promise, and uh, and game. The high school's over. And they're okay. The, the trick I always thought with, with college teaching was getting kids at ease so that they could ask a stupid question mm. and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. And it was great. They were just absolutely fabulous. And now they're all grown up. I get these letters. I used to get letters from them uh, uh, announcing a marriage. Then I got letters uh, from them announcing a baby. And now, just recently, I'm getting retirement announcements what? from former no. students. So <laughs> good grief. <laughs> so I, as I say, therapy is, 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 is right around the corner. So I'm, <laughs> I'm living on uh, Balbo Island in the old family beach house, which is uh, how a retired teacher ends up on Balbo Island is choose your family uh, with care. <laughs> and so we're, uh, we've always got a, a passel of kids, cousins and 
their children and so on coming on down. And uh, my wife Adele, who has uh, stayed with me all this time, is is uh, very very happily retired. She was she was uh, a social worker in charge of uh, in the Philadelphia city school system. Uh, girls who had babies in their tummies and no husbands. Mm -hmm. And so if you're looking for the saint in the family, don't look at the husband. She was, and and she loved it. And the girls loved her. It was such, Mm -hmm. such a pleasure. And, but uh, Adele's retirement uh, party, uh, the surprise guest was um, the uh, cardinal, who was a, a local Catholic cardinal. And Adele is a pretty darn wayward Baptist and but she was working with uh, all these these Catholic girls and uh, who were pregnant and getting them uh, through getting the babies healthy and getting them graduated and this this cardinal came up big burly guy and he came up and he put his big huge arms around her and he said everyone everyone look look and so everyone <laughs> turned and looked and said, this is my Protestant angel. Oh. And I thought, oh, oh, how nice is that? Yeah. Nice is that? So uh, we, we uh, gave that up to uh, come out to uh, the, be- uh, the beach house. And uh, I'm writing a bit, which, mm-hmm. is, uh, which is nice. nice and uh, I love is- your writing. Oh, thank you. I love your writing. Thank you. You can read Ben's writing periodically in Orange Coast Magazine. He does the best personal essays. Oh, thank you. In there. Thank They're you. really well well told and well observed. and That's why I knew you'd make the perfect guest. Oh, thank you. And, <laughs> and they're always all about me. Did you notice? <laughs> <laughs> that's what an essay is, right? <laughs> in my world, I guess it is. Yeah. So you grew up, you grew up in Orange County. You, were you born here? No, I, I, was at, I actually grew up in uh, Pasadena. And back in those days, there was a big Pasadena uh, beach, uh, Orange County connection. And um, so we would come, uh, went to school in Pasadena, but we'd come down uh, here to the beach house in the summer. And the one thing I can say in my defense is that I knew at the time how lucky we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad had been born real poor, happy family, but real poor in Fresno, turn of the century. And uh, my mom came from kind of a upper class uh, family in, in Chico. And so it was, uh, they had a little bit of adjusting to do with each other. And it was fun to see that play out Yeah, over, uh, over time. So it was great. Absolutely great. So how did he get, I guess property was incredibly affordable back then. Oh, yeah. That's the <laughs> trick. That's the trick. Yeah, so tell us about those days when Orange County wasn't really inhabited, but it was more of like a, a vacation destination for people who lived in L.A. Yeah. It was, uh, you collected your summer friends, and uh, that that was pretty easy to do because there were there was a, a nice age group. You could uh, run into run into folks and you knew them and you expected to see them uh, the next uh, the next summer. The uh, you could walk to the beach, uh, and we had I think two houses you'd pass, which is one block. <laughs> wow. So and and the rest was just sand. 
I was saying, you know, what, the, what are you going to do? It's just Santa, just Balboa Island. How many houses were there then? Oh, geez, I don't know, but 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 not not all that many. And of course, everybody knew everybody. Yeah. And uh, knew when somebody was bad, and it was no place to try and cheat on anybody for anything. You know, <laughs> it was just too too tight a neighborhood. And uh, it was it was just it was great fun, just tons of fun, and swimming, and almost drowning, and. Uh, Dolphins coming on in, and uh, it, ju- it it was it was just uh, a wonderful place to be a boy. Is that when uh, when did the Beak uh, family start that ferry that goes across from Balboa Island to the peninsula? Boy, I think in the twenties. So that was already going. So that that was that was going, and the Beaks uh, were the aristocracy. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and and. And nice, nice folks, nice folks, and uh, uh, they would, uh, for years, come to the Balboa Island Improvement Association uh, meeting, which is our our thought was, what are you going to improve? <laughs> come yeah. on, well, well, how much beach, better does it get? The three <laughs> houses down. What what, in world, what can you do? <laughs> uh, but we would we would uh, go to that and and meet meet our meet our summer friends. And uh, by the time I was 16, I met my uh, supposed-to-be-lifetime sweetheart who went back to her school in, uh, in the fall and wrote me my first Dear John. I think I was oh. 14, for God's sake. Oh. I dumped at 14. Why am I oh. still in therapy? I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I, I, I remember her name. I'll tell you. Her name was Annie. Oh. And Annie, if you're Annie, where are you now? Yeah. Oh, well, we we actually did run into each other a couple of years ago. Oh my god! And had a wonderful time, and uh, both lied up the kazoo about how young we both looked. <laughs> 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 oh nonsense, nonsense! But it was it was a everybody knows everybody. It was uh, in retrospect is apple pie. Uh, white as 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 you could imagine, uh, we had of all shocking things about half our friends uh, down at the beach were Catholic. I don't know if there was a strong Catholic presence or not, but they turned out to be just like everybody else. So it it was it was a chance a chance to just grab a surfboard and hit the beach. And and as, again, the one thing I can say in my defense in that privileged privileged upbringing was I knew at the time. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's is... how I felt about college. I knew at the time how great it was. Oh, that's excellent. That's Where did you go to college? Occidental. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Right not not the, far from Pasadena. Right over the hill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was that is so great. So in, um, what were those Newport Beach, Laguna Beach, were those kind of similar crowd that just had the single store, or, you know, kind of the single ply beach house where everybody sort of flocked from LA to all those beach cities did, did they all have the same similar feel they uh, they did I think that uh, Laguna began to uh, look uh, look wealthier huh. and um, that I, and I think I was definitely definitely too and, I, and their their house prices went up and so on uh, but that was pretty much invisible to us kids. Yeah. Much more important was what school did you go to? Yeah. 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 
who are you, uh, who are you, who are you going out with? Who are the date? Yeah, who are and, you dating? Right, right. And uh, that was always a <clears throat> a nice chance to lie. Oh, I date lots of girls. They're just back in Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> That's smooth. No, That's a good one. <laughs> no sense in telling the truth, my God. I, when did you meet Adele? I met Adele uh, up in uh, up in Berkeley when I was uh, I was actually going to San Francisco uh, State across across the bay, and uh, Berkeley. It was 1965, and Berkeley was going kaboom. And here comes the student revolt and all the rest of it, and. It was just a great place uh, to uh, to hang out. It was a lousy place to study because there was too much excitement. There was there was the fog horns and here comes the cops and oh the riot police and all this excitement. And I'm sitting there trying to study and it was the worst academic year of my life. I'm amazed that I became a professor after after that year. <laughs> but that was uh, I I looked over uh, in in the student union. And the prettiest darn girl I'd ever seen with this long black hair was sitting, uh, studying, quote marks, and uh, guy after guy after guy was coming up to her and making nice, and one guy bought coffee and all the rest of that. And I, I just thought, well... Not my league. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I'm just this chubby guy back here, and so I, uh, I finally. You're really underselling yourself. Well, <laughs> incredibly charming. <laughs> and so I, I finally, uh, and it took I t- took several weeks. I, I finally got up in Irvine, and there there was there was students uh, stuff going on. There was tear gas and cops and everything else. And I walked over and asked Adele if she'd like. Uh, like me to walk her home because it was it was nasty out there, and she said, uh, "Sure, sure, that sounds like great." And then she asked me in uh, for, a, a, and I had a glass of I think the world's worst cheapest wine ever. I did just <laughs> awful, but that was what we could afford. You know? Right, right. And we seemed to hit it off, and and uh, she was trying to get you drunk, right? Yeah, well, you got you just you just never know. You got to have your guard up if you're going to live right. the pure life that I lead. Right? Yeah, the so, good Baptist school. <laughs> <laughs> and so we uh, we we seemed to hit it off, and um, we uh, I asked her uh, to marry me at some point. I don't know where in the world that came from. I thought I was talking about something else, but I just blurred out, blah, 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 and therefore, and will you marry me? It was right at the end of some sentence, and nothing. (laughs) Not so planned. I remember (laughs) she, yeah, I remember she shook her head and said, wait, wait, stop, because I immediately started talking about whatever I was supposed to be talking about. And she said, could you go back in there with her? Did I hear the word marry? And I said, well, I must be the acoustics. They're terrible. <laughs> so we had a little fake argument about that. And then she said, uh, yes. And I said, well. What? I said, well, Did I ask? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Wait a minute. We haven't even really gone out on a date. And she said, you're the one. You're the one who asked. You're the one who asked. I answered. And and that uh, and that worked out. I don't know that I recommend that as as <laughs> <laughs> as a way to find the right person. But it was just, it's been fabulous. And now it's uh how many years? Forty-two. Forty-two years. Forty-two years, and uh, 
We're your subconscious knew what your conscious mind didn't know, which is, you know, just ask. Yeah. Well, this is I, the right person. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. I just absolutely came out, and we've had a wonderful ride. We have a, a, a great kid and a, a grandkid now, and uh, they're they're all happy, and she's married to a guy who's devoted to him, and so everything's Everything worked going. out. Yeah, everything worked out. You're the great American family, right? Oh, oh yeah. The, <laughs> the luckiest American luckiest family. Luckiest American family. Yeah. So that house on Balboa that you grew up in has been the house all the way through, and it's the house you live in now? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, so we, uh, That's cool. And it's, it's, uh, it's a shack, boy. It really is. It's, uh, we, we, from time to time, save up some money, and, you know, we got a new roof. That's but, n- that's necessary. Which, I which, hate spending money on roofs because it's expensive and it's not very sexy. And, you know, know. And, who cares? And, this, and the guy who was who was selling it, and we'd gone to a couple, and and, and the prices were about the same. And he was he was he was trying to make this jazzy presentation. He has these little sample shingles of different <laughs> different color shingles and so on and so forth. And then and he was talking about the vibrancy of the red and so on and so forth. And then in the middle of this big spiel, the, the spiel, this, the salesman looked at Adele and said, you don't care, and he used an F word. <laughs> what about one word I'm how saying? How did you know? Do yeah. you? You just want to know how much it is and how quickly I can do it, right? And Adele said, yes. How did you know? <laughs> he gave a perfect two-sentence answer, got the job, and so. There you go. There you go. So you, um, and... I assume that you bring fam. You know, is it sort of the family vacation homestead that people? Come it, is, it is. It is. We uh, we come down. Our my younger brother uh, actually uh, moved over about uh, a mile mm-hmm. a mile from us, and uh, we uh, uh, we see, we see each other and um, remember the old days and so on and so forth. And we have this little game where if we. If the other guy really gets too much of the old days, you know, quick hit on the shoulder, you know, no, no, present tense, present tense, and all right, that. Right. So that's that's neat. And uh, our, my beloved uh, middle brother uh, died of uh, mm. uh, brain cancer, or mm. awful way to go, mm. uh, about a year ago. So mm. uh, I'm kind of in the mortal. I was immortal when I was a teenager. My seventies. Not so, not so moral. But get up in the morning, feel good. You have a great essay in Orange Coast Magazine about this very issue about being in a waiting room with a lot of people who are are all battling skin cancer because they've all lived the Orange County, Southern California life for too many years, and they're sort of being whittled away at. And this teenage girl is in there just getting her acne treated, and the, the two stages of life of when you're trying to, you know get boys and tan your skin and when you're trying and then dealing with the aftermath of that oh god a great so, essay oh well, thank you thank you but a perfect um a perfect little commentary on growing up in orange county i grew up in seattle so there's not you know well this, i mean there's probably this, skin it, cancer but yeah. <laughs> well, just briefly here but so what was it like growing up in seattle it's, it's got this sexy reputation now as being such a cool place to be you know, all the cool people. well i have to well i should give you the caveat i really grew up in walla walla washington which is on the east coast uh, east coast east eastern side of washington and 
then moved to Seattle when I was in high school. So I, I really can't call myself a Seattleite, although my mom is there. She's been there the duration. Yes, you can call yourself a Seattleite. <laughs> it sounds way better but, <laughs> than calling yourself a Walla Walla. Oh, oh right? <laughs> well, what was Walla Walla like? It is very Midwestern. It feels a lot like the Midwest. It's got oh, the really, it's got the climate of the Midwest. It's got the small town mentality of the Midwest. It's got the oh. agriculture of the Midwest. It's got a very nasty penitentiary. Oh. Penitentiary. I can speak. Uh, yeah, but you know, it was it was a small town growing up, so it was absolutely not like growing up at the beach, but it did have that safety and everybody knew everybody and yeah, you know you yeah. could go out and ride your bike and not be afraid and that that was just that generation too i think that was that, that was that was such a fabulous time to be growing up right yeah great. yeah so i love seattle but i love the weather here more yeah, so yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna stay but you go back i go back yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i go back so tell me about your you've got some great orange county stories i know you've got a great disneyland story I just have heard oh. that you have a great Disneyland story, okay. but I don't even know what it is. Okay, so. okay, let me let me uh, think back. Okay, sure. This this uh, has the added virtue of being absolutely true. <laughs> it, uh, my first job was at Disneyland. The summer Disneyland opened, and uh, I was assigned to be uh, a guy who walked around the steamboat when it was riding and, and tried to stop children from drowning. That was basically, they, they, there's a staff of about eight. But the guy I really envied was the, was the captain because he was up there and he had this so cool hat, so cool. And he had a microphone he could speak into. This was before they had a tape spiel. Men were men. You know. <laughs> they had to make up your own nonsense. And so um, I uh, was... I'm trying to remember what the guy did. Oh, I know what he did. Uh, the guy forgot to turn off the mic. That was key when you're driving. Oh, yeah. The mic was right in front right. of you. And it's easy to forget that you had a live mic and you had 100 people down there listening. And uh, the guy said a couple of things about Walt. And they were not derogatory. He thought he was talking to his buddy oh. next to him up in the cabin. And, oh, no, no, no. That got to Walt so quick. And Walt himself, a fine man, <laughs> not the, not as sweetheart as you might guess. He, 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 he wanted this darn park to work. This was it. He put all his money here, and he fired that the uh, mm -hmm. captain of the steamboat and pointed at me and said, you, stupid, you're the new captain of the Mark Twain. Get up there. And then he said, and steer, damn it. These people care. So I thought, what a stupid thing to say. So I went running up. And uh, it was right there to pull twice to back up once to go forward. So that I could do. Back up. The lines were cast off. Boom. Is it on a track? Uh, forward. I didn't know that. Oh, that sorry. Was I'm sorry. Joke. That, that was the joke. I had no idea. We started out, and I, I everything was going fine. So I, could, I didn't have that deep voice. And this is before my Marlboro days. I was tenor, <laughs> probably, and said uh, hi and uh, welcome uh, to the uh, Mark Twain, and um, and then somebody tapped me on the back of the shoulder and said. Watch Wissies on board. 
And I said, what? He said, Twatch Wisney's on board. And I said, I don't get it. And then he said very carefully, Walt Disney's on board. Disney was a hands-on boss. And so I yelled out the most stupid thing that any Peter's boy ever did to the guy who yelled it up to me on the dock as we were playing out. I yelled back at him way down the dock. I said, don't worry. I'll take care of the old man. <laughs> and just then the door behind me closed. And this voice, kind of a familiar voice, said, please do, son. And I looked, and it was Walt Disney. And so our relationship got off to a rocky start. <laughs> it really <laughs> did. But we, uh, he said, you know, read the spiel, read the spiel. So we're going along, and I decided to read it in a southern accent. No, it was his idea. Try a southern accent. He th thought it was an actor, not a bad chance. And I tried the southern accent. He tapped me. <laughs> so I cut the accent. Cut we the should accent. do the rest of the interview in a southern accent. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> be awful. <laughs> so we uh, rode around, and at the, uh, at the end, he uh, said, well, all right, that was fair, and left. Uh, and he, wa he just wasn't quick with compliments. And, and the word came down by the end of the day uh, from headquarters himself that I was to be the permanent. Steamboat wow. captain at Disneyland the summer it opened. That's how it all got started. Best job wow. ever. Was Boy. it? Oh, yeah. All those cute girls with crushes on you. And, and Did you get the epaulets? All the captain gear, you know, like the, the hats? And I, the, got, I, got, I got the hat. The tie. The hat, the vest, the tie. And uh, looking back at the pictures, I just, I two two summers later, I went on a diet and lost about 50 pounds. And I look at the, that picture and I thought, you chubby kid, you, know, you you couldn't have drowned. You'd just be bouncing all around. But I can't picture you overweight. Well, Are I, you just saying that? No. <laughs> I can't picture that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So I, was, I, was, I was the funny kid, the, the, the funny fat kid. And it was, it was oh. an easy role to play. Wow. But, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to jive that with my internal view of you, but... I'm having a hard time, but okay. I'll, I'll, you know, I wasn't there, so I have to accept what you're saying. <laughs> and, and you should take notes because the final is on Thursday. Right, right. <laughs> I'll remind our listeners that you're tuned in to Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I am your guest host, Marie Stone, and I'm with Ben Peters, my dear friend Ben Peters. And um, before I get into some of the... Uh, I, I had no idea you were interested in cults and in teaching cult stuff. So I, I, I really want to get into that in just a minute here because that's fascinating. Um, are there other Orange County, quintessential Orange County stories that you can fill us in on? Yeah. I feel like everybody here is mostly a transplant. I'm a transplant and everybody I talk to are transplants. We're in a student, you know, we're in a university mm -hmm. full of students that uh, are either, you know, from here or they're all young. And uh, so these stories to me are just gold of where we came from. I live on a very old block in Laguna Beach. I mean, a block of a lot of people that have been there since yes, my neighbor's been there since the 30s. And I love the stories. You know, yeah, I just yeah. I love his photographs. I love to hear what the neighborhood was like before the McMansions came in. And yeah, it's great. Well, the the tragedy here uh, about living on my block is that I started out as the youngest kid on the block, and now I literally am the oldest kid. 
I'm, I'm, uh, by far, and treated with far more respect than I think is, is necessary. Um, but the the fun of it is that uh, accidentally running into people, and we're all retired, or most of us are, so we have time to just stop and shoot the breeze, and uh, somebody will yell out, and it'll be somebody you, you met at a party three years ago, and talk, and it's just, it is just the most easygoing, friendly place. And there's this great sense of how lucky did we get? Right. How lucky are we to be here? Right. There isn't a sense of entitlement, except yeah. for a few jerks, but uh, it's a sense of, of real gratitude. Oh, yeah. 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 That's how our neighborhood is, too. We're all, uh, you wake up every morning, you're like, I, you can't complain about anything. Oh, really? Look, look where you woke up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And all those years of living in Philly, which was lovely. Still, uh, no snow, mm. no driving on ice. That was, that was, that was, there are no atheists in cars driving on ice. You know, it's just amazing. That's a great quote. I should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> there are no atheists driving in cars on ice. Oh, no. That's great. But it was, uh. It was it, it was a, just a, a wonderful, wonderful time. So how you so you grew up here? What took you to the East Coast? A job. Uh, I, darn I, it! <laughs> yeah, money, yeah. <laughs> money. I went all the way through um, and got my bachelor's degree out in Claremont, Pomona, and then later with. Uh, Did you go to Pomona? Yeah. I was desperate go- to go to Pomona. Uh, I had sage hen stuff all over my walls. Oh. Was, no offense to the anteaters, an actual better place to go to school. But, uh, mm. yeah, no, Pomona, I love that school. Oh, it was great. It was just tons of fun. And uh, if you were a guy, you got parts in plays because not too many guys tried out. And all of you wonderful girls did. But <laughs> but uh, that, 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 was, that was just... Uh, uh, tons of fun. I was I was uh, class president, and there was something. This this is this is Ben's l- lowest point. Uh, there was class rivalry. There was a rivalry between the sophomore class and the new incoming freshmen, and the idea was really to get you to bond with your your fellow uh, classmates, and um, so. There were there were some mock fights uh, where you're all dressed up in football uniforms, but, but we're knocking each other down. It was a much more physical thing uh, back then, I imagine. And so at one point, uh, the freshman class got in their head to kidnap me, and uh, they managed to do it. I had, I had a bodyguard that walked around, two two big guys who walked around, football players who walked around. And finally I said, this is nonsense. This is silly. Nobody's going to kidnap me. He said, it's Pomona College. Don't be an idiot. And uh, that lasted for about five minutes because I was being followed. And uh, these guys tackled me, tied me up like a... Uh, Arms bound, legs, everything else. Tossed me in the back of a van with a metal floor, which I could bounce on, and drove me off to some undisclosed location, blindfolded me, and so on and so forth. Good lord! Did you know what was happening? Yes. Okay. Yes, but uh, they and it was it was play fighting. Yeah. But but uh, they weren't they weren't they weren't the sweetest kids in the world. Wow. 
And uh, that was just part of the whole culture of we're being young, tough boys. And we're not. We're freshmen at Polano College. You have a cause of action here, I hope you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the statute of limitations <laughs> may just have eclipsed a little bit. No, I, got, I got a couple of good articles out of it. So that, 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 okay. that, that, that was okay. So they, uh, they took me to some, uh, some place, I think up on Mount Baldy. Good Lord. Which is Claremont's down the valley, and you can drive straight up. And hid me out there, and uh, as I say, tied me up. And a guy came over, and I heard this click, 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 and they were uh, hair shears. Oh my goodness! And so they so Gosh. they shaved off all my hair, and I was totally bald, uh, which did not help me in my cause of courting a girl, <laughs> and maybe actually, you know, getting some little. Love making going on that 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 set that back a whole semester till I got I mean, <laughs> girls who were in our class and I was still the president of the class and so on. So the girls who were in our class. Actually, I did go out with a girl once, and the ritual was you took the girl down to South Campus where the girls' dorms were, and went up the stairs and they flashed the lights at ten o'clock or whatever they did, and the girls had to go in, and that was where you got your goodnight kiss. And I was this lovely, lovely girl, and I was keeping this pork pie hat on my head, and and uh, the lights blinked, and uh, she was standing on one step higher, and she kind of reached down, and I started what was the most beautiful kiss in the world. It was probably the second kiss I ever had, and uh, she unfortunately her hand hit the hat, and then she saw that I was bald. <laughs> and, and she just did he but she just burst into laughing and she buckled over she never seen anything so funny so, that's what you want when you're getting into <laughs> and she said i'm sorry i just can't kiss you good night and went in the door so that was the low point that's worse than the annie at 14 good lord ben yeah well, <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> it's been a rough life the rough life of ben peters yeah, growing up you. on balboa <laughs> yeah really <laughs> Um, so let's get in a little bit into the, into what you taught, because this is fascinating. I, I didn't realize that you were teaching about cult. What, yeah. Were you a, um, sociology professor? I was a history prop and I had, uh, uh, when I was going, uh, I was going to grad school at, uh, at UCSB and when I, time comes when you have to write a PhD dissertation and I was casting around about, about, uh, Something to write about, and a professor I had. Oh, oh, was a oh God, Professor Halsey, wonderful, wonderful guy. Taught uh, religion. He suggested. Well, he said you're kind of a free spirit. Why don't you write about the wacko cults and of uh, Orange County, about which he had a, he had a good number. And he wrote down on uh, a three by five card four or five of them, and said, go out there and uh, see what you want to do. And so I, I stayed with that, wrote my Ph.D. dissertation on, on uh, cults in, in Orange mm -hmm. County, and and that, I th and what I thought was, well, that's enough of that. My God, they give me a job teaching history, and I'll teach real stuff. But we got out there uh, in Pennsylvania, and the, uh, the, as I may have mentioned, the department chair, the dean, actually, the school said, and I said, I. He said, "This this cult stuff is good." And I said, "No, I'm I'm so tired of it. It's a bunch of boring stuff. I want to teach you know, civil war and so on and so forth." 
And he said, let me, he spoke, spoke slowly, let me explain this to you. History enrollments are plummeting deeper than did ever plummet sound. We need somebody who's funny, who's bright, who can get out there and tell stories. And he leaned across and said, Peters, why did you think we hired you? <laughs> and I said, well, to be a serious historian. And he said, later, later, get tenure first. Wow. So I, I, my specific instructions were to build up classes. Okay. And, uh, and get out there and, and, and build up the enrollment. They did hire the right guy for that. Well, thank you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. So, yeah. so Colton, Orange County, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it ended up being Colton, Southern California, because I was, I was expanding it around. Yeah, there's, there, there's been... Uh, 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 we had the lovely Heaven's Gate cult in San Diego. Oh, charming. Yeah. Oh, God. But that was more recent, probably. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there have been a number, and they, uh, a lot of them have to do with uh, aging people and who doctors have said, we, this is about all we can do. And some people who were not as kind as they, uh, they could have been. Um, the, the definition of the cult, which I'm sure you're dying to hear. I am. Is, yeah. uh, it's, a, uh, it's a religion with, that makes up its own theology. So originality is is what is being reward rewarded, and in Southern California, boy, that was, that was a free pass to some pretty imaginative, uh, imaginative stuff. There were, uh, and I and I just I got to just go around and see them, and they were fascinated. They were delighted that somebody cared. Yeah, and uh, looked like an academic thing, and so on and so forth. So they were very open, and I had a couple of healers be more candid with me than they should have been. And I I didn't write about it, but I kind of let know by the tone that I didn't take them too seriously. But So yeah. that that was just a, a, a great way to uh, get to know a lot, of, uh, a, lot of, a lot of people, not all of whom were really on the same straight rail track as the rest of us. Right. I wonder if there is something about Southern California that lends itself. I'm, I don't know where Scientology is based, but I know they have an enormous center yeah, in yeah, L.A. Yeah. And I do wonder if it, it, you know, Southern California used to have the reputation of free thinking, you know, I don't know, less traditional. And I, I wonder if some of that mentality is more conducive to getting people to join cults or starting I th- cults. I, I, th- I think it is. And, uh there is there is a sense of um starting over where people were moving in from the east uh this would be a new beginning it was it would be warm there were going to be jobs and so you had an awful lot of transplanted religion that you wouldn't expect to find uh in uh in southern california and you had your your standard uh, Catholics and Episcopalians and so on and so forth, but you had to a, a lot of a lot of people would would come out here and and just take a flyer on it and see if they could get some uh, get some publicity. Mm-hmm. And uh, L.A. Uh, especially was so big, and there was an awful lot of people who didn't really feel at home. They didn't have. They'd moved here. They were transplants. It was hard to to make uh, to make friends, um, and 
maybe if, if they if they went to church, that would right. be a base. So you had the Catholics and the Episcopalians and 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 your uh, standard brands of Judaism and so on. But you had a whole bunch of untutored people who would go to they'd choose their church by walking distance. This is before many, too many people had cars. Cars were expensive. Mm. And so they, you go to the church that was closer to you, and that gave all kinds of people a wonderful uh, opportunity to, to start up uh, new religions. I do know that when you're in college, that's a uh, major time for people to pray, pray in both sense of the word upon you. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I was approached a number of times in college by various, uh, you know, I don't know if they were cults, but various religious, heavy-handed religious associations that want to yeah. take kind of the lone duck in who, you know, doesn't have a group yeah. yet. Yeah. I've thought about this a lot with my daughter who's embarking on her teenage years now. And Oh, and hello, three, Mom. Right? <laughs> How old is she? <laughs> She's 14. Oh, summer, boy. Yeah. Oh boy. So, and because we are, you know, we have raised her without religion, I do see people that are not attached to a religion as sort of, I don't know if they're sitting ducks for, or more susceptible to cults, but, you know, at that particularly vulnerable age mm -hmm. of life in college, people are looking for a group to belong to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's scary. It's scary. It is. It is. Uh, I, if... Uh, I guess uh, keeping keeping in touch is 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 a trick as a parent. Although with our only child going off to SC and as full of herself as her father is full of himself, so you see the problem. <laughs> she uh, uh, just laughed off any uh, mm. attempts to ever join uh, join anything. Has she stayed in Southern California the whole time? Is she uh, a Southern California girl? Yeah, she's uh, Southern California, and she is a uh, um, in uh, Santa Clarita, mm -hmm. where she's the uh, city manager. Good for her. So yeah, she's a yeah, that's great. Smart kid. Her mother's smart. She she's a very very smart kid. Very able and happily married, and a mom, and doing the whole. The whole thing, so we get to be the whole. You get to have it all as a woman thing. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're still trying to work through that, but that's a that's another show. We'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, are there? So tell us a little bit about um, right. I'm particularly interested in the writing communities of Orange County, and I know you're a member of that as well. And I was wondering if you had thoughts as writer and observer of Orange County. Uh, writing for Orange Coast Magazine and some of the other essays you've written, do you find it sort of a rich, vibrant, creative community for you to express yourself? I think it would be if I got my uh, rear end off the chair and got out and, and talked to people. I think that's a lot of problem with with writers because there's... You're not going to get stuff done once you're outside the room, and it's satisfying to see it uh, grow up. But there, there has been uh, uh, a couple of a uh, couple of writing groups, the names of which escape me now, um, and uh, very, very supportive. And that's the great thing about the, the people genuinely happy for you. Oh my God, OC Magazine <laughs> bought that <laughs> from you. All right, fine. And they're uh, and very generous in terms of you might try this, you might try that. Yeah, you've got to ask. 
uh, any suggestions, but boy, as a group and individually, very, very supportive. Just yeah. a real pleasure to be with. The Newport Beach Public Library, I do have to give a shout out to them because they uh, they host so many great programs, bring yes, in so many great you. writers. And uh, we just saw Joyce Carol Oates there not too long ago. And Jonathan I guess Francis. I guess that's okay. <laughs> she wasn't the best speaker. I'm going to go on record as saying, <laughs> fantastic writer, but uh, oh. an uneven. I think she sort of read us her college dissertation or something, PhD dissertation. It was it was a bit dry, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> she yeah, makes up for it I, in her I stunning guess, good looks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I guess that's not really really surprising because it's such a solitary act. Yes. And, uh, I, I think I'm uh, kind of uh, at, at the other extreme where I, I really, well, here I am talking about myself. What could be better? Right. <laughs> I'll talk about myself on radio. That'd be great. Uh, but it, uh, my, my dad, farm boy from Fresno, um, who ended up at, at Berkeley and meeting mom there. Uh, Dad always kept farm hours, uh, even as a lawyer. Mm. And uh, it would encourage me to write because Dad would come in at 6 in the morning and say, Hey! And he'd Why are you sleeping in? Oh, no, and I know. And I, I whined for years, but finally there was no other choice. So getting up and working in those morning hours turned out to be a real nice trick to, uh, to have. I think I think working in any creative endeavor in the really early morning hours is great because you're still kind of trapped in that dreamscape. Oh of, yes, yes, and exactly. you don't take yourself too seriously at you know five thirty, and yeah. so you kind of allow yourself to do some more creative things, and exactly. you're not editing yourself as much. Yeah, it's not editing, and if it's awful or terrible or can't be improved, what the hell with it? There's, there's so tomorrow. I would say it was five thirty in the morning. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? The hell do you expect? <laughs> Um, and to tell me a little bit about whether you think Orange County, this is on my husband's mind as well as he's sort of edging into retirement, Orange County as sort of a graceful retirement place, how you and Adele spend your days, um, if it's, you know, if it's a nice place to, to grow older. Can't be a bad place. To grow older. No, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's good. It's good. We, uh. The uh, Balboa Island which, uh, is is great because it, it's uh, you can walk anywhere. You can walk to the grocery store if you want, or get sent by certain spouses to, uh, to the grocery store. Uh, you walk around; people will nod, uh, say hello. Um, I I have a number of identities. Uh, because people don't usually know the name, but they know me. And uh, apparently, although I think I'm quite a snappy dresser, apparently I'm addicted to sweatshirts because not one but two people called me the sweatshirt guy. So <laughs> Adele feels, my wife feels there's room for improvement there. You know, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice, it's comfortable, it's, it's, uh, it's a ridiculously privileged life. Uh, and there, and and that uh, that's something uh, something that shows these are these are not poor people. We are, we're the proletariat. We live in a tiny little cottage that we inherited. We don't have one of these big houses. But there's a a, a, a fine sense of hey, you know. Yeah, 
Right. Like what you said at the meeting last week. And it's a, it's it's been, we're, we're just extraordinarily lucky. It's ridiculous. How ridiculous. Lucky uh, exactly right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You're tuned into Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm your guest host, Marie Stone. I am here with Ben Peters. He is giving us sort of a little um, history of Orange County, his observations of it. Did you, so living away from Orange County and then coming back to it, seeing it with new eyes, and I imagine a lot changed, a lot changes here in about two years. So in 40 years, a whole lot would have changed. Uh, Talk a little bit about that. Uh, it changed a whole bunch. We we'd come back uh, in uh, not maybe every other summer uh, to stay for uh, a month or so, and that was a way of checking in with with my brothers and and my mom and my dad. And so we could we could we could see the changes. But by the time uh, we'd been away for about twenty five years, um, coming back when we have this little ritual walking around the island at night and get a little bit of exercise and you, and you see people and you nod and everybody knows roughly who you are um, seeing it uh, upscale uh, and we're still in the same lousy shack it's got it's held up by white paint you have never seen so much white paint in, in your life but it is it's this one bathroom uh, cement block thing it's 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 wooden and it's real wood and wood turns out to rot so that gets taken care of and all all of that but it's 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 just a very very comfortable comfortable place nobody would dream or nobody as far as i can tell nobody tries to pull uh any status because we're all on the same island we all have to take the garbage out on wednesday and and uh it's 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 not uh it's not the proletariat. Right. Uh and it helps a lot if your parents buy the beach house. Right, yeah. That that's would, a trick. That would have so, really helped me. Yeah. yeah, that that well that's my advice. You know, people. Yeah. Choose parents uh, <laughs> wisely. Too late. Too yeah, late. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Speaking of Balboa Island, I also read a great article in Orange Coast Magazine about the Balboa Island seawall and how Balboa Island is sort of the canary in the coal mine for Orange County in terms of global warming and, mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, what's what's going to happen to all of these beach towns if the if the water rises you and bet. the seawall fails. Are there any thoughts on that? I, I think this article was a couple of years old. I don't know what's happened since then. It's uh, they've they've now got signs up as you walk around, uh, and it's on top of the seawall, and uh, the sign has a, a, a red line through it, and it said, "It is predicted that, given the current rise in the water on an annual basis, that this is where the water will be in, and it will give us something like ten years," mm. and. It's uh, it's it's th- which means that the, the seawall is going to have to be just no question mm-hmm. going to have to be uh, uh, built up. So that gives us all at the Balboa Island Improvement Association a chance to talk, uh, and I think the the general idea was yes, it's absolutely necessary. Which government agency can we get to do it for free? And the answer to that was given by uh, oh, a councilman or a, an assemblyman, I think. 
And uh, he said, uh, you, know, you know the answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's not going to be people saying, oh, those poor, suffering, Balboa Island people, <laughs> let us help them with their difficulties. <laughs> we can't no. pass ourselves off as the next New Orleans, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. Not going to work. So there's going to be some, uh, some uh, taxation, something. Something right. is going to go on. It's going to, and so there, there are committees uh, working on it, and uh, it's an interesting time for those committees because the clock is ticking. I love how we're in this serious drought, and yet the water levels are rising in one direction, and we can't water our lawns in the other direction. What a mess. I, what a water mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, one of the disadvantages of being a history major is you have no idea about why it rains, how it rains. How to do anything like that. God. Yeah, right. Just fix it. Yes. it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that asking so much? Make it start, make it stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turn it on, life. turn it off. So we're drawing down on our time, but uh, are there things we should have talked about that we didn't talk about? Well. Um, yes. Uh, that, the answer to that is always yes. But <laughs> uh, Things that we uh, 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 could, ta- uh, could have talked about. Uh, for another time and I would have to do my homework on that and that is there's there's kind of a naughty side to Balboa Island and the stories that have been around for for a long time of, of some amiable but definitely not particularly legal uh, behavior and I think a little research on my part would be fun to see what I could uh, oh my uh, god you're saying that now that we have 20 <laughs> seconds left <laughs> Well, I've got now to I'm going to go home and say well, <laughs> naughty behavior on Balboa Island. I'm going to have to, I have to do my homework first. But what for for an historian? What great uh, research project is that? That's naughty the best behavior. One. Naughty behavior is the best wait research project I, ever. <laughs> wait till I tell the alumni association. I'll be out. Yeah, there. they'll love this. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Ben Peters, this was a massive pleasure. Well, thank you. I've wanted it's to do this fun. for so long, well, and now I got to do it. Wonderful to be here. You it put on great. such a wonderful show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was Ben Peters, and that is all the time we have for this week. Kimberly will be back here next week. I would do, um, I'm coming back on July 17th, and I'm talking to a heart specialist, a a specialist in women's heart health here at UCI. We're going to devote the entire show to women and heart health, which is more of a problem than you would think. So if you think that heart disease is only a man's issue, uh, think again and tune in for that. That's July 17th, Thursday at 4 o'clock. Until next time, thanks so much for joining me. Stay tuned for Counterspin coming up next on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Have a great night.